everyone, and welcome to this conversation presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. I've found it a joy to speak with someone who's authentic. I've also found that a necessary trait for authenticity is vulnerability. Being able to recognize your flaws or weaknesses, whether past or present, is powerful. And I think it can lead to something even more powerful. Confidence. I was having some trouble with something the other day, and my six-year-old son was watching me. After failing to get it right for the third or fourth time, he spoke up. Just have confidence, Dad. That's all you need. He said as serious as he could be. And he was right. Confidence is that powerful and important. Karen Marie knows this, and she knows it from her own experience. Her photography is niched in a way that inspires confidence in her clients. And many times, that's exactly what they need. Well, let's start off by you telling me who you are and all about yourself and where you're from and what you do and all that stuff. Awesome. I'm Kara Marie Trombetta. My last name kind of gets dropped off now. <laughs> now I'm just Kara Marie. Yeah. That's a little easier. Uh, I'm based in Austin, Texas, and uh, I have two photography studios there. One of them is the one that I shoot out of. Um, I am, if you have to classify it and put it in a box, it's more like boudoir style photography, but I don't even put myself in that box yeah. anymore. Um, I shoot, uh, I'm black and white specialized and I specialize in just photographing women. Um, and the majority of my work is, is in some state of undress <laughs> or another. Um, so I have my shooting space there, um, in Austin. And then I have a second studio that is just a rental studio. Um, I got so many in inquiries to rent out my studio space and I'm always using it. So, uh, I acquired a second space that I can rent out to other, uh, photographers hourly. So I have that little side business going on too. And I'm an educator and uh, I teach little workshops and mentorships here and there. And uh, just recently did the uh, boudoir series with the portrait masters. And uh, here we are. Do you sleep? I do actually very well. <laughs> um, I, I rise very early. I wake up around. Uh, You're an early bird. I am. I get up. Not, I, I don't know that I would say by choice, just kind of my lifestyle ended up making that happen. But um, about 445 in the morning is my my wake up call Is and that then right? yeah but i am in bed by i'm in bed by 8:30 usually sleeping oh. by 9:30 so oh. it's yeah i mean it's i go to bed and i sleep a full 8 hours at least yeah, so you get, you get plenty of sleep i get my sleep yeah i do sleep i yeah. have to yeah, yeah. You, would, you would you would need to <laughs> yeah absolutely so talk, let's talk a little bit about what you say regarding the boudoir box so to speak uh -huh. right yeah. you don't you don't like that. Well, I don't only because I think that it's really important when you're a photographer 
that you create your own niche, like you, yeah. you create your own genre. So by just saying someone is a maternity photographer, I think that's just way too broad or someone's a family photographer, that's too broad. Um, so I've spent many years just keep uh, honing in on exactly what it is, is my, my style. And I think um, just by saying I, I'm a boudoir photographer, or portrait f- photographer, it wouldn't, it wouldn't describe accurately at all what I do. And it is something that I still struggle with putting into words exactly what it, I almost have to show it. But um, I've just always been really inspired by like the kind of like the rock star aesthetic. Like mm-hmm. I just like the the cool girl look. So mm-hmm. like messy hair, like undone, less is more on makeup and, mm-hmm. and just really kind of um, comfortable in your own skin. Uh, and so my work looks very, is very like cool and confident and, uh, not what you would think of if you think of boudoir style photography. So it's an it was extension hard of you though, in. isn't it? Absolutely is. It's yeah, who you are. it is. Yeah. It's very, um, because I don't, you know, I don't put a whole lot of effort into you know, my appearance every day, but I always look kind of put together and well, you know, I my cool. hair is always kind of a mess oh, and I'm goodness. just like, no, well, no, into that. no, I meant, no, I, so I take that <laughs> I as like cool actually a compliment. <laughs> no, 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 no. But that's what I consider to be cool and confident, honestly, yeah. because I don't find the need to invest that much time and, and energy into, you know, making sure everything is perfect. Um, and, uh, I'm really comfortable in that. I feel really good about the fact that I can just like, it can take me 10 minutes to walk out the door and feel good about myself at the same time. So yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. And that's, it's, it took me a a lot of soul searching and it's because most women have a hard time getting there. Why don't some women never do? How come you don't? I, it just took years. It took, I think honestly, genuinely, I think it was so many years of hearing and seeing other women that were in front of my camera, just beating themselves up and not comfortable at all in front of it. And you know, not comfortable in front of the mirror, like let alone in front of a camera. And I'm like, I, I couldn't wrap my head around it because, Oh, they're so beautiful. But then I'm like, well, that's a little hypocritical, hypocritical of me because if somebody else was photographing me, I'd be like, now, like, what is that angle? Or you'd like, be, you'd what do you be really self conscious? Yeah, and I, I just thought, well, that's no way to live. Hmm. Like, that's not, so. Over time, I, I got better and better about it, and then genuinely, I wish I had something to, uh, like a, a, a life event or something to attribute it to. But eventually, I just woke up and I, I was fine. Like I was just comfortable really? with who I was. It was just the craziest. And it was probably about three years ago. And my life's been a lot easier and lighter <laughs> because I'm not constantly worried about, you know, what people are thinking and, and how's my face or, how's my, you know, I just got, I just got comfortable because everybody, I would listen to these women like, Oh, my thighs. And I'm like, Oh, you have beautiful legs. Like, your legs are amazing or right. like, Oh, my stomach. I'm like, you had two babies and that's incredible. Right. Like you're, you made that you did that. Right. Um, so I, I guess I finally just started believing everything that I was saying right. because you know, it, you it was started true. believing what you were saying right. to, other, to people other people and applying yeah. it to yourself. Yeah. So is that a big piece of what you do or essentially why you do what you do is because you're, you're pretty fired up about that. It's all, uh, everything that I do is to inspire confidence in women. Mm. I just want to see more confident women in this world. 
Mm. Um, and there's, we're getting more, we're getting there. We're getting more of that. And women are discovering their voices and we're getting a lot more body positivity. And Mm -hmm. it's just been kind of an incredible movement over the last several years. Really. It's also new, um, women becoming very independent and, you know, more women and more households having women led, you know, women bread winners in right, the household, right. which is really cool. And, um, like our, I, I shouldn't say breadwinner because my husband has his own, he's a brilliant businessman in his mm-hmm. own right. But our household is always kind of shocking to people because we have two kids. We've been together for, for 20 years, mm-hmm. my husband and I, and he, uh, you know, he does the cooking and he does a lot of the more like domestic things. And I'm always the one traveling for business and making, Mm -hmm. making a lot more money. And and he's proud of it. He likes to call himself a trophy husband, but (laughs) he sells himself short because he, he does so much too. But, uh, yeah, it's really, it's kind of an anomaly. Everyone's like, wait, what? Because, you know, we'll be on a a flight somewhere on a plane somewhere and there'll be somebody sitting next to us and they'll be talking over me to him. So what do you do for a living? And he's like, I, I, I'm her support system. She's the, she makes all the yeah, money kind of thing. They and make he, that he likes to see, you know, their reactions. Right, and right. I think he, he enjoys it. I'm a sure too he much, does. But yeah. I'm sure he does. Yeah. He's having fun with it. <laughs> you mentioned a little bit in your program yesterday, cause I got to see most of your program and help me with this a little bit if you would, cause I don't, I want to get this right because I think it's a big deal. I, I hear the word empowerment or yeah. empowered yes. women used a lot in conjunction with boudoir photography. Mm-hmm. And I get that. Yes. Um, what, how do you handle that versus objectification of women? Because yeah. the objectification of women is so damaging. And I know, you know, so, okay, so everybody's on the same page with that. Yeah. But how, how do, how do those things how are they balanced or how are they approached by you when you do what you do? Well, I think, I think so much of the confusion comes into place because the word empowered is used so frivolously. It's is just, it? Oh, it is. It's thrown around. And I, I, I find that the word is used a lot in that, um, in that genre. Um, it is. That's, merely, I hear it all the time. Well, and, and I find that they do it because they're, this is my blanket statement and this is certainly not true in every case, but I did it as well where I was using the word empowering, empowering, empowering because I felt insecure about what I was offering and I knew that there was a stigma about it. So I wanted to give it something okay. more. I wanted to like show the world like, no, this isn't about, you know, it's not about sex. It's about empowering women. But was I really, empo- was I really empowering them by having them, you know, you know, overarched and like just showing their butt, like, you know, it's, uh, it's up for interpretation, I suppose. But I don't think that me personally, I don't think that I was doing women justice at that time when I was shooting in that capacity Why in that not? way, because there's so much more to a woman than her sexuality. Okay. And I'm, I'm very, um, like embrace your sexuality, own your sexual power, mm-hmm. like awesome. But there's just giving women that, making it so that is their only layer is mm. really selling them tremendously short. Okay. So I changed my narrative and it shifted over the years and it's gotten more and more so, but now everything that I say and everything that I show and everything that I talk about is about, you know, 
talking about the woman's inner beauty, talking about her accomplishments, telling her story and not just saying, look at this hot picture, mm-hmm. um, because that's not doing her any justice. And that's right. selling her to She's got accomplishments and talents and intelligence and power. And it's really important that you are showing that as well. And now I feel like I actually am empowering women. Whereas before I was just saying it. So I felt better about what I was sharing with the well, world. Pre- that's yeah. really honest. Yeah. Oh, I'm, that's I'm not, pretty, I didn't, I didn't it's sometimes that. it, well, it's sometimes it takes a while to, to figure it out. But once I figure it out, I'm, I'm very open and transparent about it. And if you I saw my presentation that. yesterday, you know that you well, know, I, I showed my bad work. I showed yeah, my that old was, stuff. That was, and, that was great. Though. Yeah. And you I said, mean, it's a good thing. I got that grass and because everything, <laughs> so right. <laughs> I mean, everybody goes through that yeah. evolution of their business and they're, they're so ashamed and it's, yeah, right. sure. It's embarrassing. Of right. course it's embarrassing, but, um, it's important to be grateful for that and know that you're better than you were last week right. and better than you were last month and just keep growing and evolving. And that's good news that you're doing better. But what you're talking about, what strikes me is what you're talking about is about so much more than merely technique or style. Like, it seems mm-hmm. to me that it's a it's a bigger deal. Mm-hmm. Like there's a a multi dimensionality yeah. dimensionality yeah. to it, right? Because yeah. you're not just you you don't want it just to be. You certainly don't want the your subject or your or, or the woman to be objectified, right? right. It's not mm-hmm. about that. Right. It's about if the difference is between the two, um, the multi dimensionality regarding her personality and what and and who she is and what her story is, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. said that. Yeah. How do you intentionally, Mm -hmm. what do you do intentionally when you go into a situation to capture and convey that? What's the difference? uh, It's really genuinely in every ounce of my business and every ounce Mm. of the actual image. So I am talking about their, their body language. I'm changing their body language for them. If they are not already um, screaming confidence with everything that they're doing, I raise their chin. I drop their shoulders. I open them up and make them look more proud and, and confident. So even if they're feeling uncomfortable in that moment, just by shifting them into that body confident posture, it automatically shifts them into feeling like okay wow like i'm not cowering i'm not like flirting over my shoulder you don't see a lot of that in my work because my work my whole brand message is you're doing this for yourself like you it's fine if you have a you know a partner and you want to give them a few of the photos great right but this isn't about them if you wanted to give your you know your husband a nice gift buy him a watch like women (laughs) were using it as an excuse you know to like do this because you know we're not that selfless like you know so yeah so like body language um everything that I talk about, like, I'm not saying anything like, Oh, look at this hot image of this beautiful woman. And look at her, like those legs though, or that, but like that, because it's not about that. It's about like how strong she looks like, look how confident she is. Like she is a mother of three and a career woman Mm -hmm. and this and that, and I'm telling her story. And, and, uh, I think that those things combined with finally finding my own style which is what I talked a lot about at the right. the Portrait Masters Conference was, you know, you how can you inspire confidence through your work right. if you're not confident in who you are, right. or who you are as an artist, uh, right. who you are as a person. Um, and so many photographers struggle so hard to find their style. And it's part of the journey. It's, it's absolutely part of it. And uh, it took me a while, but I didn't understand my style until I understood 
fully who I was. Some people never get there. So it was all the yeah. more important for you. Absolutely. To work Tremendously. on yourself. There's a really fascinating parallel in my life, like between my personal life and my business mm. life. And it's, you know, I've always been, I've always been booked. I've always been good at building my business and marketing myself and filling my schedule and getting, you know, the, the clients in the door. That's never been a problem for me, but I was unfulfilled in other ways. Like I didn't mm. feel like I was uh, able to be, I couldn't take myself seriously as an artist because I didn't feel like I was being an artist. I just thought that I was being like a, you know, high volume in and out. Like I didn't feel like I was making a tremendous enough impact and I wanted more from that. And then as I learned more about myself and you know, why that started a lot with my own, you know, insecurities, learning why I was feeling insecure and actually taking those moments where I was feeling uncomfortable with myself and really deep, like deep diving into why it was I was feeling that way. Was that scary? Yeah, of course. It yeah, sounds scary. To it me. is. It's terrifying. And it's like if women, like we got a lot going on in our heads. We're yeah. kind of, it's, I mean, we're amazing and we're powerful and we're, yes. uh, we're also like, we just have so many emotions and there's so much going on in there. So it's really hard to, for many of us to take an honest look because we're very quick to get defensive. And, you know, I, there was this little like meme that was circulating, um, Instagram and Facebook. And it said something like, like unfollow the accounts, like referring to the social media Mm. accounts, but unfollow the accounts that make you feel less than and, Everybody, you know, everybody was sharing it all over the place. And I remember that. And I, I said, wait a second, but why, Mm. why does it, let's ask ourselves, why does this woman being in a swimsuit Mm. on the beach make me feel insecure? Does that have anything to do with her? Right. So are we isolating ourselves from everything that makes us now feel like we wish we had that? So let's maybe assess that first. So the alternative <laughs> is instead of unfollowing it, work on yourself so that you don't feel less right. than. Right. Yeah. Because otherwise, you, who are you going to follow? Mr. Rogers. Right. And you know what I mean? Like, who are you going to follow? Right. Right. Because right. if you're insecure, you'll find reasons to be insecure about Whatever. anything. Right. And and it's just it's just really important that you take an honest look at why those things are bothering Interesting. you. And uh, yeah. It still sounds <laughs> terrifying. But I, I think of course I is. think you're right. Yeah. yeah. I think you're right. I yeah. think it makes sense. It's it seems to me like that would be the way to get stronger Absolutely. rather than just un, rather yeah. than to simply unfollow and then like cut yeah. it out of your why life. Why not celebrate her? You know, I, and for me, I, I find that the women that, um, I have a really strong network of, of friends. I have a very small circle, mm. um, of really incredible, incredible friends, um, and a, a much bigger circle of really awesome, like business contacts. Sure. And, but I think with women in particular, we're so quick to, you know, be jealous and, and wish that we had X, Y, and Z of somebody else's. And in my particular case, it was always people were, um, threatened by my success in my business. Um, and, um, I, I had to have like sit downs with a couple of my, you know, close friends that, 
were always they, it was always kind of like a frenemy situation where she, they were never quite happy for me if like there was a big career uh, movement or something like that and yeah. but I would always be like their cheerleaders and I would always be giving them advice and whatnot right. so it's I had to have these like real like come to Jesus talks with them like wow. now let's let's dissect How did that this go? why it, not well it not didn't? well did no well I'm, I, I'm, no, I, mean, I can relate to some because, degree well, too it, yeah absolutely and it's really well it's hard because our instant reaction when somebody approaches us with that is is defensiveness yep and the more that they sit on it though and i'm i'm i've grown to be i always attribute this to my husband because he's like an excellent negotiator and he's very, he, he'll win any argument, oh. but like he does it really calm. So it's really <laughs> frustrating because like you can get like all heated and be jumping up and down in your seat and foaming from the mouth and turning red. And he just kind of like he smirks and he's cool as a cucumber. <laughs> but and you know, in the moment that you're wrong and you're being irrational, Ooh. you know it, oh, but yeah. you just want him to be wrong so bad and you know, he's not. So I learned a lot in these 20 years with him so on how good. to handle people and not like I let them get mad. I let them jump around in their yeah. Seats and I like I ask the right questions yeah. and I point out the right things and I'm like I listen I get it because I was there mm-hmm. and I'm like I just love you and I just want to help you mm. and I'm here if mm. you want it and so I'm gonna tell you what I think mm. and sit on it mm-hmm. and let's 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 chat about it when you're ready and oh, you're like brave. so it, it goes better <laughs> then yeah but like it, it, I didn't start doing that until right. until more recently, until I essentially woke up from all of that, too, because I went through it all. But if you can yeah. get to the other side of a conversation like that mm-hmm. with somebody, that that person is who belongs in that tight circle, don't you think? Like yeah. the small. Oh, yeah. The small group I love of good, like honest conversations with people. And right. like, I appreciate that. And my friends, when they point out to me, like when you said X, Y, and Z, I know like it really like offended me and hurt, hurt my me. feelings. And right. yeah, I love when people are able to point that or like, maybe don't wear that dress. <laughs> like really? even that, like I yeah. love that kind of like honesty. Know. I want to know. You'd I don't want know. people blowing smoke. I don't mm-hmm. like, because there's enough. Uh, there's enough, you know, conversations with agendas and there's enough fake friendships and all of that out mm-hmm. there. I, I don't, I want authenticity through and through. And uh, I really value that. And I always wish that more people did. Well, that kind of circles back to what we were talking yeah, to. I feel like the authenticity does. piece is also another big part uh-huh. of maybe what you're trying to intentionally convey. Yep. yep. It, and it also seems to me, I was thinking when you were saying that stuff, that things like posing and lighting are that much more important. Yeah. I don't mean to like downplay that it's not important to know how to pose a family if you're going to photograph a family, mm-hmm. but it seems to me like what you're doing and with the mindset that you have and with the goals that you have and what you want to convey that knowing how to light, knowing how to pose mm-hmm. and, and being able to communicate that with the person you're photographing is that much more important. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, even like showing authenticity in, I like to show authenticity in my images and that's something that's come, uh, it's still a work in progress because women are still having a hard time seeing their natural beauty. Like they're having a hard time seeing that wrinkles are not a bad thing and they're having a hard time not hating their stretch marks. They're having a hard time, but what we're doing what the me you know the media which is us you know we're photographers so we're a part of that yeah in a sense uh, uh, sure. yeah um the, 
by polishing all of that away and making everything essentially you know, perfect before presenting it to the world, number one, you're telling the person that you just photographed that they weren't good enough as they were and mm. we need to like fix all of I that. I see, okay. And then number two, uh, you know, in order to be photographed by me, you also have to be flawless. Mm. Um, so, I, and it's a work in progress and I still, you know, I retouch and I like, I, there's an art to that and I think it can be done really well and really amazing and, but I'm starting to show more. I'm starting to get more women finally. Now that I'm showing the work, I'm starting to get more women that are okay with showing, you know, their side creases or their muffin tops or their right. their stretch marks or their wrinkles. Right. And I love that. And yeah. I'm so glad that we're getting, you know, and big brands are starting to show a lot they more are. authenticity, which is incredible. Yeah, that's yes, a big deal. It's, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. What sort of things do you purposefully do regarding the experience then, right? For them... Because this is another thing, like with the type of with the type of photography that you focus on, mm-hmm. um, the experience itself has to be thought of in a way that makes sense, and that yeah, I mean, because you want to try to set you them can't at be ease. Contradict, contradicting yourself with right. your message, and then what you end up showing. So and what all do you that, what yeah. do you do like yeah. from when they come in? Yeah. Like what how 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 is that experience handled from you from yeah. when they come in? For the, to be photographed, yeah. what does that look like through the process? It actually, is, I mean, it starts so much longer before they actually okay. set foot in the door. Right. Um, so we have, I don't do, um, because I am a pretty high volume and I'm only one photographer, right. I don't do like in-person consultations okay. or anything like that prior to, but I've made it a point to make sure that my website and my prep, like everything that my client sees or anything that um, a, a prospective client would see coming yeah. to my website is enough information that any questions that would pop into their mind are answered answered already. And I take care of all of the, the questions about the cellulite and the questions about the wrinkles and how much editing do you do? I answer all of those things ahead of time. I'm not going to be for everybody. And Mm -hmm. there's, there is certainly a market uh, for photographers. There's a huge market for photographers. Um, from clients who want to be like fully polished, fully photoshopped. Absolutely. Um, so by being very transparent about what my editing philosophy is, uh, and what I encourage now, of course I take out blemishes, take out bruises. I polish my images. It's not, you know, I'm not like a completely like shoot it and there you go. Yeah. But I'm doing a little skin smoothing and whatnot, but I'm very transparent about that. Um, they have a little homework assignment prior. Um, so I make them do a kind of like a visual mood mood board so we can get a good idea for the types of images like the aesthetic that they're drawn to Um, and the types of it's really fascinating because if I were to ask a woman to articulate to me exactly what it was that she wanted to see um, in her photos she'd be like I I mean I don't know I like everything you do like that's what they would say or like I picked you because I like your work like cool but like even within my work there's a whole wide array of things that I can offer and the things that I can do so I would love to know like what it is that they wouldn't be able to articulate that to me, so I make them do this little visual mood so board. Do I they use Pinterest pull images I like it. from or Pinterest. Yeah, I use Pinterest. I have a whole bunch of uh, like boards already set okay. to go, so they can pull from them. That's good. Or, That's a but good I tool. also encourage them to to seek elsewhere too because right. I'm I'm fine with it, and I let them know explicitly that this is absolutely not like to replicate anything, but I want to get a really good idea. And I yeah. look at this board for maybe five minutes tops, mm-hmm. but I scroll through and I can get a really perfect idea of right. like what they have in their mind, what they're expecting. Right. Sometimes they are like fully glamorized, like magazine sure. portraits. 
And I'm like, hmm, interesting. But it's it's fascinating because I'll scroll through and I'll notice, oh my gosh, there is zero face in any of these. Like oh. your hair is in front of you. Like there's hair in front of the face or they're all anonymous type images. Oh. And somebody might not think to articulate that to me when I asked them right. what they wanted. And I honestly, like they'll do the homework and they'll come in and I'll, we'll be reviewing their board together. And I'm like, did you happen to notice that none of these show any face? And they're like, so, oh my God, no, I didn't notice. So you so, have that conversation. Yeah. Oh yeah. We have the, we have a full conversation. I point out what I notice in their boards. Uh-huh. Like I'm like, I noticed that these are all like more along the lines of fine art nude. And they're like, yeah. Oh yeah, I guess. Sure. Um, a lot of times I'll be like, okay, so these are all nude. And they're like, oh yeah, but I don't want to be nude. <laughs> and I'm like, you're like, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Cause that's not what your brain told you when you were putting these. <laughs> so it's, it's really fascinating yeah. to do that little homework assignment. Yeah. And then we have a full-blown we essentially have our consultation at the time of the shoot right if you want to call it that but we sit down prior and we talk about I ask them why they're doing the session right and then they give me a stupid answer Mm. and I dig deeper because it's always like oh my birthday's coming up or it's for my husband or like you know it's our anniversary or whatever so what are the real reasons Uh, well I'm like okay but what what do you expect to come out of this session with? Like, what do you want to, do you want anything to change? Uh, do you want to feel differently about yourself? Is mm. there anything? And that is when it starts, you know, well, I don't like this or I oh. haven't really felt like myself or yeah. I don't know. I don't remember myself as a woman. I just remember, like, I know myself oh. as a mom. Oh. Um, and that is really, I mean, wow. that's so common. That's it's a big one. So, I mean, it's, it's every woman because you, you know, for the first year or two years of ha- after having a child, I mean, that's, that's a pretty big job. I mean, that's your whole, that's all your time. Yeah. And once you get into the routine of just being like, I'm just a caregiver, like I'm a milk giver, I'm a caregiver. It's all about this baby. Once the baby starts to grow and gets a little bit more independent yeah. and you have more freedom and you can go back to work or what have you, what, whatever your lifestyle is it's hard to get out of the routine of it being all about something or somebody else. Right. And you don't take, you know, you, you most women don't get back into that until way down the line. Well, that's um, something. Yeah. So a, a lot of my clients are like that, or they will, they're just coming out of a divorce yeah. and they're like, I, I just want to celebrate myself. Like I want to feel good about myself right. for me. This is right. like my re-release. It's all for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we have like a pretty like intense conversation. I make myself pretty, um, available like social media and whatnot. So people tend to feel like they know me right. when they come into my Beforehand, studio. Sure. Yeah. Even though we hadn't met, but right. they've been, you know, I do stupid things on my Insta stories right. and I'm like, I'm pretty, uh, <laughs> you know, I put myself out there mm-hmm. in my brand and you know, they get so much information prior. So they're p- feeling pretty good about it, but well, then they come in and meet with me. Disarming in and yeah. of itself. Yeah. Like yeah. that you're, that you're kind of vulnerable in that way yeah. to a degree. Yeah. And, they, and they see that for who knows how long. Right. Yeah. And they know that I'm, very honest and very open mm-hmm. and very it's it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to not notice that um, <laughs> so I'm you know I'm pretty I'm pretty open about it uh, about everything and I'll yeah. you know I'll talk about my insecurities if they like if I sense that they're having a hard time like articulating them but I don't I always ask them rather than saying what don't you <laughs> what don't you like about yourself which sounds like a horrible thing to say right. but so many people like go into shoot sessions like that where yeah. they're like well is there anything you want me to hide and I'm like yeah. that's let's change that and yeah. so I asked them Sets instead yeah if you go that route so I asked them instead you know what do you love about yourself mm-hmm. like what's your favorite what are your favorite features like what like tell me what your favorite personality traits are I don't yeah. make it all about appearance and yeah. you know 
some women are still like they start the conversation with, well, let me tell you what I don't like first. Right. right. And you know, I'm still, I'm a businesswoman and I'm a woman and I understand, like I, I get it, but I try to shift that and I do a pretty good job of that in my studio and, and working with these women and they get to the end of their session and forget that they're nude. They're yeah. just like, and they're just comfortable for right. the first time ever. You right. know, they're right. like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of it has to do with just how comfortable I am with nudity. Honestly, sure. it's just, I'm desensitized. So not a thing for you. I'm not right. making it a big deal. Right. So they're not, they're, right. you know, they're like, not like, like <laughs> cowering yeah. and hiding themselves. So yeah. yeah, it's it's a really cool process. And then I have them come in for their photo reveal a couple of weeks later and make it really theatrical. We do a really nice slideshow yes. with music and, you know, all of that. And we have the tissues on standby. Yeah, everything's they ready. almost always cry mm-hmm. and they're just, you know, they can't believe like mm-hmm. how amazing and how they always say like, I look so confident. And I'm like, that's exactly what you're that's supposed to point. look like. That's right. amazing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where can people see your, your work and your stuff? Where, where do people yep. find you? Uh, so I am everywhere. Uh, I, everywhere online I could be. Um, so my website is caramariestudios.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Cara with the K. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, my Instagram is at Kara Marie studios, uh, Facebook is Kara Marie studios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, they can, uh, Instagram is probably my most heavily used right. platform. Sure. Um, but yeah, they can find me any of those places. And now we have the, um, the boudoir series with the portrait masters, portrait masters. which is awesome. Yeah. Right. So the portraitmasters.com and you go in their shop and we just release a really, really, it's a 48 lesson boudoir series. Wow. Talks about confidence. We do lighting, we do posing, we do the whole nine. Um, so it covers a little bit of the business side, the marketing side, all of that. Yep. Thank you for doing this. Absolutely. You're so welcome. Well, it was, it, it was, was a, pleasure. a pleasure. And I, and I, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I like look at all the stuff that you're doing and I'm, I feel motivated by it. And then I feel tired at the same oh, yeah. time. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll keep getting plenty of sleep and keep getting after cool. it. Yeah, I will do so. Thank you so much, Jed. Jed.